5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Well, I was off for a few days and now I'm back. So great to to have you back. And yeah, we're going to close out the week still talking about some science stuff. And, uh, and so we're going to go all the way back to the beginning because there are questions that come up from uh, followers of Jesus, Christians, who are saying, well, what about this Genesis account? Genesis chapter 1, is this talking about six 24-hour days that God spent um, creating the entire universe or is there something else to it? And so today I'm going to talk about different perspectives. And I, I can share, like, so the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, believes in a, in a, in a literal six-day creation. But I also want you to take into consideration that there are other interpretations and also perspectives on this. So there is... From one perspective, a that Genesis chapter 1 describes a literal six-day creation, but there also, you know, and, and there's, there's reasons for it. I mean, um, yom is the Hebrew word for day, and it means the day, right? It's, you know, sun up, sun down. Um, it's the day. So that's the reason why Genesis 1 is looked at in a literal fashion there. But there's also other perspectives, right? So some people would say that we are currently living in the seventh day, right? That on the seventh day, God rested. And so here we are, and we're living in that seventh day. So historically, um, and this is something that I've recently just learned about, but historically, neither... Most Jews or nor Christians interpreted Genesis 1 as referring to a 24-hour uh, time period. Uh, there was a Jewish professor, Nathan Avizier. Uh, he pointed out in his book, In the Beginning, that uh, a number of ancient uh, rabbinical scholars of Torah and Talmud you know, or don't hold to a uh, literal interpretation of Genesis 1, right? So Genesis 1, because sometimes when we're looking at the Hebrew, it is written in a somewhat of as a poetic nature. And so when you're reading poetry, you're also not interpreting it the same way that you regularly would a history text, right? So if you're reading a book about poetry, and then you go and switch over to a history book, and you don't interpret them the same way. And so this is the reason why when there some of these interpreters are looking at Genesis 1 and saying, well, th- this was uh, there's a poetry style to Genesis 1, and it kind of switches when you get to 2. 2 is almost written more historically than it is um, poetic. And so that's another reason why. But, uh, you know, they even point back to early church fathers like Arrhenius, uh, Origen, Basil, Augustine, who are also, you know, uh, pointing out that Genesis 1 
uh, shouldn't be uh, a you know literal um, interpretation. So what do we do with it? So if this is correct, Genesis tells us virtually then nothing about how God made the plants and the animals. Did he create out of nothing? Did he create out of an existing life form? Did he use evolution to produce them gradually? Right. So this leaves us with all kinds of questions. Did God put a system, an order in place that life would come through that? I mean, so we hold absolutely as Christians that God is the creator, right? Creator of all things. Now, do we have to then in turn say, well, then, but Genesis 1 has to be this or else we're out? I think that there can be some discussion and debate amongst this. I don't think, even if you're looking at Genesis 1 and you're saying, I don't, I don't hold to a literal interpretation, it doesn't mean that we're throwing out the idea that God created. We're just saying that it's not necessarily exactly, you know, like lined up in this, you know, simple six-day period. Think about you know, can can God create with a, in the blink of an eye? Sure. Um, can God, you know, like when he when he put the trees and the vegetation, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever planted a tree, but it, it doesn't just spontaneously, you know, bust out of the ground and then the next day it's, you know, a full-size tree, right? So when you're looking at this, did, I mean, can God... Yes, bust out like a full-size tree, mature, and just, you know, yeah, he could do that. But think about the way that God works today in creation. That the same thing, that the trees are going to take some time in order to mature over the years. And so this is the reason, I mean, when you're looking at it and saying, so, you know, why would God, you know, switch it from you know, spontaneous to, all right, now, now we're going to see this process play out. So it's, it's one of those things when, when we, uh, when you start to think about it, what does it really mean? How do we, how do we figure out this, uh, this whole thing on, on the days? And I mean, because this is something when you think, when you talk to, to scientists, when you talk to, um, people who are, you know, like in the midst of, of all of this, I mean, you know, it, I think that they kind of, they look at um, literal six-day creationists like uh, they would flat earth theories, <laughs> right? They're kind of looking at you like, okay, like, sure, all right, we're, we're going to be dumb because we're not talking about the same kind of science. And, and I'm not saying that that's also the, the reason why we just throw out, you know, a literal... Um, but we're also looking at, all right, how do we balance? I mean, because we want to look at, you know, the church fathers. We want to look at people who, when they read these things uh, originally, like what what are the majority, you know, and and if we're holding to something just because we're we're stubborn and that's just the way that we grew up and it's the way that we were taught without the discussion and understanding of of bringing in other scholars, then I think we're going about it the wrong way. And so that's what I want you to think about, um, you know, is, is this whole science thing. And, and I want you to think about, you know, going back to Genesis 1, you know, and reading through it and, 
and even seeing in the, in the English if there's you know English interpretations you know is is do you find some poetry at work there I don't know consider that I mean still holding God's creator God's the one who made it all God's powerful we're gonna we know that we're good with that now let's wrestle with some of the bigger questions as well all right everybody have a great weekend and we'll be back on the-